The 2022 Concordia Student Union elections are here, and in collaboration with the Concordian and the Link, CGLO 1690AM presents the CSU series, where we will showcase interviews with CSU's new team of executives. Here, I myself, Cédric Gala of CGLO, interviewed Sean Levy, the Sustainability Coordinator. I guess first question we could get into is uh, just to know a bit about you, your experience, uh, what made you choose sustainability? Sure. Um, so I'm in my, uh, my fifth year as a Concordia student. I'm studying philosophy. Um, I'm 23 years old. Um, and for the first few years when I attended Concordia, I was um, living in the West Island and I would commute kind of uh, long hours and didn't really know a lot of people. And I was kind of disconnected from the community. Um, and in 2020, I moved to the OneNote. Um, and that's kind of how my uh, student organizing experience started. Um, I like started by partaking in the finance committee, um, you know, just doing like general, like, like general accounting stuff and like uh, preparing uh, statements for AGMs and stuff like that. Um, and in October of last year, I ran to be the treasurer of the Woodnote. And yeah, uh, I'm still like with, like, I'm still working in that role right now. And um, I'm also working as the uh, representative of the uh, Utsil, uh, of the tenants for Utsil uh, across Quebec. So um, yeah, basically the reason why I chose sustainability was because when I first moved into the Woodnote, I saw that there was no or not a lot of support um, to ensure the sustainability of the organization itself. Um, like just speaking from experience, when I uh, started as the treasurer, there wasn't really an onboarding uh, process. Um, and we up until recently had uh, not received like any like uh, like training on like uh, the Woodnote history or like anything to do like um, with like how we're supposed to like perform our tasks as board members and how we're supposed to like organize democratically to ensure like the community is actually like sustainable. And my, like the reason why I'm running for the CSU sustainability coordinator is because I think there's a lot of initiatives with regards to sustainability that need to be done within the current, um, wood note. Uh, that's housing Concordia students. And I also think there's some sustainability initiatives at the CSU that also need to be undertaken as well, just to ensure that, um, well, I mean, I can kind of break it down, uh, but essentially I think that um, the counselor positions at the CSU need to be um, democratically connected to the faculty associations they represent because as of now, what my understanding is, is that they have the ability to vote on behalf of the faculties that they represent, but there's no like accountability system there where they're like reporting to the faculties, telling them like these are decisions we're making on, on your behalf. And like, um, and I know just in like uh, past experiences, there was um, some issues like where, like for instance, there was like one time people were voting against Black Lives Matter movement, but which was not the general consensus from the faculties that they were representing. So just like uh, instances like that is something that I'd like to address by making sure that um, counselors are, are communicating more often and held accountable to the faculties they represent. That can kind of lead into my question about the faculty and mm -hmm. what kind of different strategies will you bring 
for better communications between the faculty and the students? Um, from my understanding, the for, like just in terms of like the the working relationship between the faculty or the administration and the union, a lot of times. I hear that students are going to the faculty and trying to push back against what they're working on or trying to like, um, like going into the relationship with kind of like this, like more of a negative approach where they're like apprehensive to work with them and, and in turn they're apprehensive to work with us. And I think what's really important is trying to uh, make sure that feel like they can be heard as well. And like we, as all, like, If there's like a system of like communication where both parties are are understanding of the needs of what we're trying to bring, I'm hoping that there's going to be a bit more uh, reciprocity from from the administration in that regard. Okay, very interesting. And yeah. we kind of talked about this, but uh, I guess we can uh, kind of go over some major points uh, mm -hmm. that you want to change for sustainability on campus. Yeah, so I, I had already talked a bit about the institutional sustainability of the CSU, um, which is basically like connecting the different faculty associations to the CSU, um, which I think would help inhibit like uh, grassroots organizing at the like at the student body. Because um, right now, from my understanding, like the ability of um, students to organize. Um, like in their members associations is like somewhat limited because they don't have like um, the support or the resources that they could otherwise have from the CSU. If you connect the CSU with the faculty associations, then it inhibits like more positive organizing at the, at the student, like at the student body. And um, in terms of the housing sustainability, um, I'd like to bring food sustainability initiatives to the WoodNote, um, somewhat of like a Mother Hubbard's cupboard situation that we had at school a few years back. Um, I mean, the nature of, of affordable housing is that people are not making a lot of money, which is why they need affordable housing. And I believe that providing like accessible food will like mitigate against food insecurity or the possibility of food insecurity at the WoodNote. Um, and then also providing like free hygiene products in these spaces as well, I think would be a, a, positive, a positive thing. Um, and also one thing that's kind of like, uh, that we're working towards at the Woodnut right now, but, um, could use a bit more support is a system of composting right now. And from what, what my understanding is that the municipality doesn't serve composting to apartment complexes that are larger than 10 units. Um, so the Woodnut has had to go to outside sources to try to, um, like bring composting to the Woodnut. And this is like seen to be very costly. Um, and because of this, we're trying to figure out ways that we can like compost like cheaply because like the Woodnote is not bringing in a lot of money. And like, I think that there's like some external support from the CSU that like we can bring to them so that like we make sure that they're composting, they have access to food, hygiene products. Uh, I have a question here. It's more of a, let's say a utopic vision. <laughs> what, what would a sustainable campus look like to you um a sustainable campus i think would look like um i mean in terms of the uh working relationships with the administration and the faculty association and bridging that all together with the csu i think there needs to be like two lines of communication between both 
um, in terms of like this, the council is going to the faculty association and the faculty association going to the council to make sure there's like a reciprocal relationship of like representation there. And then the same goes with the administration where um, like the administration feels like they can be heard by the CSU and then in turn the CSU can be, feel like they can be heard by the administration. That way um, we can ensure that uh, people who are trying to organize different initiatives at the school um, like have the capacity to be heard and, and to undertake projects that people are willing to work with them on. Um, and then in terms of like, I mean, sustainability is such a broad, um, a broad like topic, which is why I really like it so much. Um, and in terms of environmental sustainability at Concordia, I think um, there's still a lot of work to be done. I know that um, Waste Not Why Not has, has done like some workshops and has like different composting initiatives at school. Um, I, I do think that there's like further education that needs to be implemented within the campus that um, could like further reduce like the uh, contamination of the compost and the recycling. Um, and yeah, in terms of like housing sustainability, I think it's really, the, the first one note was like a really fantastic project. I think like um, providing students with affordable housing is like really, really essential considering like our current, current like um, economic climate, if you will, um, just because housing is extremely expensive and students don't make a lot of money. Um, and yeah, I'm really hoping that the referendum passes for uh, the second one note that would be going up next to the Loyola because um, that would provide housing for the students who go there as well. And I think that would be a good way to kind of um, bridge those two like communities uh, because like, it seemed like there's two separate kind of like communities. There's like the Loyola Concordia and like the downtown Concordia. And you have, if you have like a way to bring student life to both of those spaces, it kind of connects them in a way, you know, penultimate question here. Mm -hmm. Uh, what kind of challenges do you think you're going to face? I think in terms of the institutional sustainability that I'm trying to bring, the challenges I'm going to face are going to be trying to like working with the faculty associations is one thing, like if you're trying to create this like institutional link between two, like two different associations, it's one thing to write it into the bylaws of the CSU, but you also have to work with the faculties associations and have them write it into their bylaws in order to make that link. And I think that um, that's like easier said than done. It's a working relationship that could take a while. I'm hoping it gets done in a year, but I think that is like a long, it could potentially be a long process. And then like doing that with like, the different faculties at Concordia, like the JMSB, like CASA, the Engineering Association, the Fine Arts Association, like there's a lot of work to be done there. And I think that the timeline for that kind of a project could potentially extend longer than a year, but I'm hoping that I'll get the ball rolling on that because that's an important initiative. I know the housing, I like I have a pretty clear vision of how to, to bring sustainability to the Woodnote um, just because I'm living here. I've been living here for like a few years now and I kind of like have a, a good idea of what needs to be done. And I think with um, the support of the CSU, it'll like those projects will come into fruition uh, relatively soon. Final question is simple. Do you have anything else you would add to this interview? Any other details, any other information you would like the people to hear? I would really hope that they consider to vote yes to both the referendum questions of opening a second woodnote and um, voting yes to purchasing the building on Bishop Street because 
um, I mean, first the referendum question to build a second wood note, um, having it more affordable housing for students at Concordia is an incredible initiative. I think it is really, really important. And, um, you know, housing students at subsidized rates is, is not, uh, is, it's not something that's really ever been done in Quebec. Um, you have like different like housing projects, uh, like the Evo building on, on, on Sherbrooke, you have, um, a bunch of different like housing projects for like that are like targeting students, but these are all done by for-profit landlords and the rental rates there are uh, extremely high. And I think what Utils is doing um, for Concordia students is uh, shouldn't go unrecognized. And, and I, I definitely think there's still more work to be done in order to ensure the sustainability of the community there, which is why I'm running for this role, but voting yes to that referendum question to build the second one note is a step in the right direction. Um, and in terms of, uh, purchasing the building on Bishop Street, it's um, that that building would be serving as a community center for Concordia, which um, which would be a space for Concordia students to go and um, you know gather and, and share ideas and meet new people. And I think that's a really important thing for the student life at Concordia, especially with um, the lack of engagement the student body has been seeing within the past few years of the pandemic. I think a physical space where um, I mean, like we do have a few like physical spaces such as the Hive, Reggie's, um, even like the library, but these are places that are kind of like contained in a way that like not, you can't have as many people in one space anymore. And a community center, which is like a building that's specifically oriented towards facilitating like the community and like getting people to come together to share ideas, I think is a really, really important initiative uh, at Concordia. So I hope that you I can search vote yes on those two referendums. For all the other CSU interviews, visit CJLO News on Apple Podcast and Spotify.